1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hey, it's D. It's a brand new episode coming right for you right on the FTL Network. Enjoy. Hoody hoo who! How's it going, everybody? This is D of FTO Nerd Talk. It's good to be here. It's good to do this episode. I know it's a few days late. It is uh, Friday today. I'm just recording August 19th, and you know what? It's fun. It's nice. There's a lot to talk about today. Uh, I have been doing okay. I am ready for the weekend roundup that is tonight. I got to record an episode of Blurred News because I haven't done that yet. It's going to be a long episode. Um, a lot. What I've been doing this week is mostly just uh, working. I haven't been doing like the the ride share stuff as much as I usually do, but I have been doing like like other jobs, a lot more FTO stuff. Trying like do like some more collabs, just you know, just trying trying to change things up. Trying like like to work with more people, spread myself all a little bit more. Like you know, I made a post on TikTok a few uh, weeks ago, a few days ago probably, about uh, the things that that are changing with FTO. Me putting myself out there more because you guys know. I talk about the mental health that I go through ever so often and like I feel like I'm getting out of that haze of like the trauma of my past. It's been 6 years, feel a lot better. I'm uh, more comfortable with making mistakes, holding myself accountable for those mistakes. Like I called Ezra Miller, he someone called me out on that. I didn't like the way they called me out on that, but you know, I I owned up to my mistake and you know, accepted it. Like it was a mishap. Like I called Ezra Miller he said a day it happens. And like as um. Uh, As the non-binary community had let us know multiple times, hey, it's a slip up. Like, it happens. Like, we understand. And, you know, like, you know, just just don't need to apologize. Just correct it and move on. And that's what I did. I corrected and I moved on. So, you know, in the future, if anyone comes at you in in an aggressive way about, like, you know, you misgendering someone, just, you know, shrug it off. I get it's hard. I get that. Because it was hard for me. Because I got to tell you, I got a little, 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 little angry about it. But you know what? I'm human. We get angry about stuff, man. Like, but you know, own up to your mistake. Move on. And how would that be that? And to say all that, we got a lot of news, man. A whole lot of news to talk about this week. And I am ready to talk about it. Because I'm prepared. <laughs> I got like, uh, I got all the articles ready. First. First and foremost, I got all the articles ready. And, and the cherry on top of that... I got all like the information with the articles, unlike last week's episode where I had absolutely nothing, none a thing. So uh, let me start by saying like I didn't watch Day Shift. I did a TikTok about that as well. I made a little little review, little review review about that bad boy. I loved it. I listened to uh, two black nerds. They said they didn't like it, but I feel like they took that movie way too serious, like for it to be a a mediocre comedy. Like it was a mediocre comedy. That new was a mediocre comedy. And I feel like when a movie knows, like, how silly it is, like, you can't, you can't, like, you know, put, overanalyze it. You can't put too much emphasis inside of it. Because, like, what's the point? You know? What's the point? Also, watch uh, Sandman. Got one episode left to watch. So, watch nine episodes. Got one more to go. Oh, my gosh. The Sandman is so good. So good. They got something like, sleeper episodes inside this show. It's, like, it's wow. Like, in, like it's, it's a, reportedly getting a second season. So, woohoo! hoo Here for that. So, Day Shift, Sandman, loved them both. I'm gonna talk about it again on the weekend roundup. Probably go a little bit more in depth about the episode, so make sure you check out the Twitter page. Uh, also, make sure, make sure you check out Liz Holland Productions. It's a company I work for. Uh, we do a lot of different stuff from commercials to TV shows to like, you know, to promos to like uh, talking about stuff. Like, you just uh, us just being silly sometimes. It's a, it's a fun place. So, make sure you check out Liz Holland Production on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Put on Twitter, more YouTube, YouTube and Instagram and Facebook is where uh, it, it most primarily is. Also, I'm still working with Vero, so you want to check out me on Vero or sign up on Vero if you want like good quality photographs. You want to have like a fun time talking about stuff that you actually want to talk about and not just get like bogged down with with TikTok videos and like the algorithm. Vero is the place to go, most definitely. And also, hey, Spreaker, if you are trying to get into podcasting you want to get like paid for doing podcasting, check out Spreaker, because that's how you heard the ads on this podcast. It's from there. With all that being said, let's get to it. Uh, Quinta Bronson linked with Warner Brothers Television to develop a new project in her very first overall deal. This is awesome. So like she's under a new pact with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery to create uh, TV shows and movies. Just like original content to produce and create like, multiple content. Not, here's the thing, not just on HBO Max. So, here's my thinking, like, how all this really works out. Like, she has, like, her pick of the mill when it comes to anything, Warner Brothers Discovery. So, anything on the Discovery Channel, anything on TLC, like, HBO, whatever she wants to create, they are giving it to her. And I gotta tell you, man, that sounds, how, dude, she, like, she won the lottery. Like, all this hard work that she put, put in, like, has, Finally paid off for her, like, and kudos to her, man. My goodness, if you guys haven't seen Abbott Elementary, so good. <clears throat> if you haven't seen, like, a Black Lady sketch show, so good. She was only for one season, the first season, and then, like, you know, she was off to do Abbott Elementary after that, but, like, she deserves all all the flowers, all the roses, all the gold gold press bars that she is getting. She deserves them all. Like, I'm really here to see, like, how far she can really go. Um cell Netflix black UK superhero drama from Rapman taps or links in or adds to the cast Tolson Cole. For those of you who don't know, Tolson Cole is uh, one of the companions from like the latest uh, iteration of Doctor Who. Uh, he's playing the main character. Uh, uh, Michael Lasunki is following a group of ordinary people in London who get superpowers. Uh, the filming will commence in London very soon. This is cool. Because if you guys have watched The Misfits, the TV show, the UK TV show, not the American version. Let's not even talk about that. Like, let's not even, like, bring that, that up. But The Misfits, the TV show, is about, like, a, just a bunch of uh, delinquents, essentially, having to do community service. And they get superpowers. And, like, you know... It's probably like one of the few superpower themed TV shows in the UK, and like having like a new one coming out with like a superhero like franchise being as hyped as it is, I gotta check this out. And having like, like someone who was uh, once a uh, companion of Doctor Who a part of it, yes, hundred percent yes. So I'm here for this show. Uh, I can't wait to check it out. I will keep you guys posted when I do watch it. Make sure you follow me on TikTok to see any kind of like like a interview or review that I do about this because I am seriously hyped about this. Uh, Supercell is the name of it. Next up, we got uh, Disney News. Star Wars Rogue One getting IMAX re release with Andor's first look. Rogue One Star Wars story is returning to IMAX August 26th. Uh, Star Wars Andor's premieres Disney Plus uh, September 21st. Yes. Now, this is one of the few Star Wars properties that I am actually excited for. Like, there's a lot of Star Wars out there. Mandalorian, uh, Rogue One. Uh, not Rogue One. What the, am the I thinking about? The, um, the Acolyte. They got uh, the Obi-Wan. They got all these other shows. Boba Fett out there. Like, all these Star Wars shows. I didn't give a rass about any of these shows. I'm not, I'm not even, like, going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Maybe, maybe Obi-Wan kind of, sort of. But I feel like six episodes, not enough for me to get into it. But this, this right here. Andor, I watched this in theaters with my wife, Rogue One. My goodness. Like it didn't even feel like a Star Wars movie. This is so good. Probably like one of the best Star Wars films I've ever seen. You can you can you can fight me about this, you can get angry all you like, but I'm telling you right now, Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars, one of the best Star Wars movies out there, bar none. So watching Endor, which is a prequel to Rogue One, hell hell yes. Like a thousand times, yes. Like, you, come on. If you're not excited for this, like, you're not. And you call yourself a Star Wars fan? I don't think you're like really a, a Star Wars fan. Like, I, I don't know. I got to question like your your Star Wars like fanness when it comes like to this coming out because wow, this looks amazing. Uh, next up, celebrity news. Tom Holland announces social media break. Uh, he's he's saying it's a mental health break from social media. Now I got a friend who is also doing like a social media break, and they just said like, you know what? I need a break. I I, it's too much, too much is going on like following the news, following social media, posting stuff being like, I got, got my own stuff I got to create like I just, I just need a break, and like you know what I get it, I just heard, listened to um, The Daily Show, and John Boyega was on there, apparently like, like a year ago he took a break also, people were like, what? You taking a break? What? I, I love it when celebrities take a break it shows like their humanity, first off, it shows like, you know, like, hey, it's not always about the money so it's always about like, like making that cash and I like can put on as much content as you, as you want. You know what? I am a bit biased because like working with FTO, I have not really taken a break. When I do take breaks, it's on my birthday. I take a break November 1st to December 31st. I'm not kidding you. I take a break for two months. I post nothing but memes. Uh, I come back to do a best of, and that's about as far as it goes. I think this year I'm going to do like the best of, but I'm, I'm going to keep on doing the blurred news every week. So, like, come, (laughs) I'm not kidding, I'm dead serious. Come, come November, I'm going to be posting mostly memes on Instagram. And, like, I'm going to be doing mostly blurred news, probably some would you ratters. But I'm not getting as hyped as I was. So, like, so I'm I'm here for this. Tom Holland says, uh, I find Instagram and Twitter to be overstimulating and to be overwhelming. He also says, in a video online, I get caught up. And I spiral when I read things about me online. And ultimately, is very detrimental to my mental health. And I can completely understand that. What are it's positive or negative. Like, you know, if it's positive, it's too much hype on you. Like, I can't live up to this expectation. Like, people think I'm a great. I'm the greatest Spider-Man ever. And, like, you know, they, they, they love me, like, even though they don't even know me. And if it's negative, it's like, like what the hell do I do to this person? To make them think of me like this. Like, they didn't like me, like, in certain films? Like, what the hell? Like, how, <laughs> how am I making your day this bad? Like, I, it's, it's, it's a lot. I get it. And uh, next up, movie news. Spy Kids reboots as DJ Corona. Coat-rona to cast. Now, Coat-rona is from, um, he was in the For Dawn, from Dust of Dawn TV show, if you guys know. Uh, he was also a part of uh, Zachary Levi's Shazam film. He plays, which character did he play inside of that? Uh, uh, Pedro. He played Pedro inside of that show, inside a movie. So, you know. He's going to be also coming up in the Shazam Fury of the Gods film. So, you know, he's going to come back for the sequel. But he's also going to be a part of the Spy Kids reboot. I mean, if you like Spy Kids, there you go. Next up, this is something I'm going to be talking about pretty soon. Like, So you get, like, a, a front door seat of what I'm going to be talking about when it comes, like, to Blurred News tomorrow. So don't tell anybody, first off. First off, mums the word when it comes to that. Secondly... This is like pretty interesting news. So, like, this is this is gonna be like a, uh, I'm gonna tell you about each one of these things as they come up. But this is this is gonna be one of the story in blurred news. I'm gonna do four stories, kind of five, really, and like uh, try to smash them together as much as I possibly can. But here's one right here: movie news, Blue Beetle target for 2023 release, despite Warner Brothers' discovery mass cancellation. Now, this is interesting to me simply because like it is like following a cancellation of Batgirl. This is one thing. Uh, secondly, it's gonna be like a theatrical release. But it was supposed to be on HBO Max. That's two. Number three is, the Flash movie is still coming out in the same year. So, like, this means something. It has to. Like, they're trying, they're trying like, like the, to gloss over what's going on with the, with Ezra Miller and their whole thing. And they're trying to put, like, the Blue Beetle, like, over it. Like, put a little blanket over it. Like a little, like, Blue Beetle sandwich over the the, the Ezra Miller scandalous film. That, like, it's going to come out, regardless. Of whether, whether we like Ezra Miller or not. Like, it's gonna come out. Like, the movie's still gonna happen. But, uh, this is like, this is trying to cover it up. Uh, it has to be, right? Like, but, like, I'm here for it regardless. It's Blue Beetle. It's Jaime Reyes. Jaime does get on my nerves in the comic books and the TV show because he doesn't wanna be a superhero. And it's an old trope. It's really, it's really getting tired. But, like, I get it. But I really hope they do, like, the character justice, like, make him as annoying as he is in the comic books. But, you know, still have him be as awesome as the character is. I think the only time I've seen Jaime, Re- Jaime Reyes, like, not be annoying was in uh, the Batman Brave and the Bold series when he was portrayed by James Marsden, who was a white guy. And Jaime Reyes is uh, Latinx. So, it was, that was a weird, weird moment in history. But whatever. Huh. Uh, <laughs> it's a little comic book news for you. Human Torch new form unlocks the opposite of his Fantastic Four power. So in the issue of New Fantastic, new Fantastic Four, issue number three by Peter David and Ali Robinson, the demon finds a way to possess Johnny Storm. And when he gets in there, now under the demon's control, Johnny Storm, iconic red and orange flames, become blue and black in a human torch form. So and he shoots out cold blasts at people. That's his whole thing. So he shoots cold. It's the opposite. Just like just like the headline said, it's the opposite. Not much to say about that. <laughs> Here's a story I talked about in a previous episode of Blurred News. If you guys are still following that, I want to keep on talking about that. I am proud of Blurred News. Like it's nice to finally have like a name for it. So I just calling it FTL News the entire time, and like in like I get like to do what I want to do with it. Like I, I think about like Trevor Noah with the Daily Show. I think about uh, 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 John Oliver with his show. I think about. Uh, Like, um, this may seem hokey to you, but I think about uh, Lester Holt with, like, the late night daily news. Like, I think about all those things. And, like, I try to put, like, a lot of that into, like, what I do with Coming Board News. And and it feels good, like, to put all those things together in a show. It really does. And, like, I have fun doing it. I feel like like, I'm going to grow and progress myself with this. And this is a weird thing about it. People hit me up very often, like, do my DMs, like, hey, man, I really like, like what you're doing with Blurred News. It's really fun. It's like seeing like, you know, like, what you're doing with this and putting out there for us to see and, like, you know, talking about something that we want to hear, but, you know, it's you telling it to us. Like, like I didn't think it was going to catch on like this. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think it was going to pick up like this. This is probably, like, my fifth attempt at doing something like this, and <laughs> it's catching on. So I guess, like, you don't know something right, or maybe the times have caught up with me, but, like, it's nice to finally do this and feel the appreciation and me not retreating to myself because, like, the trauma tells me that hey, that imposter syndrome is here, you're not as good as you think you are, beep, 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 and move on. You know what I mean? So, but the, the story is movie news, Prey becomes Hulu's all time number one premiere. Period. Like, Hulu's number one premiere, this is it. Like, out of TV shows and movies, this this is the number one thing. It still has a 92% rating on Rotten Tomato. Uh, I think it has over 40-some million views already on uh, on Hulu. This is, like, this is insane. Because it it's really is a good movie. And, like, you know, the foreshadowing aside, like, you know, a lot of these new films today, they're not made for, like, for, like the avid movie gore. It's not. And, like, we, we got to understand and appreciate that. But, like, even though it's not made for, like, for the hardcore elite movie fans, it still has substance. And this movie has a lot of heart inside of it. It really does. So if you haven't seen The Prey, it's a, it's a heroic story about, like, you know, uh, a survival and, like, you know, uh, accepting one's, like, ability in themselves. And if, it feels good to see this, like, in a, in a strong female lead who is also Native American inside this story. Like, I love it. Seeing, like, an indigenous woman, like, in this era in 1719 and, like, just, like, just killing it. Like, literally, like, going at it and taking on a predator, dude? An alien? Like, what?! I'm here for it. Someone suggested that uh, they should keep this thing going and like go to like a feudal Japan and show us what samurai is taking on different predators. I can't, I can't disagree with that. But like this is a cool movie. Make sure you guys check it out. Next up, TV news. This is like another thing I'm talking about with bird news. So like, you know, if you're paying attention, this is like another story. Uh, the Batman spinoff HBO series, HBO Max series featuring Penguin to begin filming soon. Now here's the thing about David Zaslav. He says like a, uh, He's, a, he's aggressively cutting costs. He's acting TV shows, like uh, like the Wonder Twins and Batgirl. But this one is still going. This is a green list. So any other show tell you, like, hey, there's a lot of these shows that aren't going on still. Like, this is one of them. The Penguin is still It's a limited series, so they'll probably only get one season. So don't, don't overhype yourself when it comes to this. And I feel like it's going to be a filler for the second Batman film. Which, like, I mean, like, it hasn't been greenlit for a second film, but come on. They're doing a a series. Like, you, come on. Let's be real with each other. All of us. Let's be real. That movie made too much money. Got too much acclaim. Like, I even have, like, a Batman shirt. (laughs) Like, like, from the Batman. And I don't really buy t-shirts anymore of superheroes. And, like, I have this bad boy. And come on. This movie, this movie, like, changed how we saw superhero films. It made Marvel... Like, have to step up their game with Wakanda forever. I mean, let's be real. Let's You guys can say, like, that's not the case. That movie came out even before, like, like we're filming before that movie came out. But come on. Come on. Let's be real. Come on, guys. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> next up, game news. Marvel Midnight Sun game delayed indefinitely. So, uh, wow. Fire Axis said that they have made a decision to move back from launching from the launching time of Marvel Midnight Sun to ensure we are developing best possible experience for our fans. And the announcement, for Fire Access also confirmed that the game will still be released this fiscal year for Windows, PC, Xbox Series XS, and PlayStation 5. So, it's it's coming out on those, those stations, but, like, you know, it, it has been delayed. So, yeah. I mean, the fiscal year can be anything, though. It can be, like, 2023. Like, you know, maybe in February. Who the hell knows? Cause like I do wanna see this. Like I wanna see like what this looks like. Like it looks it looks ridiculous. I'm not I'm not even gonna like try to paint this as, like that looking ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. It looks a bit gaudy. Like I when I say that too, but uh I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm still invested. I wanna see what happens next. So even saying all those things, I'm still invested. Next up movie news. Uh a live action Batman movie is coming. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed that the classic arcade game from Bandai uh, Namco Entertainment, known for Galaga and Tekken, in addition to Pac-Man, has a feature film in the works with Wayfair Studios. All right, how is this going to play out? Is it going to be more of a Sonic kind of thing? Is it? Is it? Going to, it's going to be live action. It's not going to be like you know, animated. How's this going to work? Like. Is it going to be just, like, like, the the leg Pac-Man? Like, the Pac-Man with the gl- white gloves and the legs and the foot and the red shoes? Like, but like you know, it's just his head and the legs and, like, you know, nothing else? Is that going to be the deal? Is he going to, like, look different? Is it going to be, like, another Sonic thing? Like, oh, fix the CGI! It's going to be, like, one of those kind of things? Because I'm, I'm really serious. Like, how is this going to play out? Because I have no idea how any of this is going to look. I'm confused. I'm... <laughs> Confurious. I'm I'm confused and curious at the same time confused Wow. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. If you guys hashtag hashtag confurious, uh, I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I just said that. Uh okay, next news, this is also, if you're paying attention, this is also gonna be on a blurred news episode, which probably comes out on Sunday again. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh movie news. DC Film Constantine reboot is aiming for an early 2023 filming. Then this, this is the shit that I'm talking about. This right here. This along with Blue Beetle that comes out also in 2023, along with The Flash. And here's another kick. Most of you may not know this, but like DC has made their own proprietary studio, or I guess Warner Brothers Discovery have made their own proprietary studio for films. Call it DC Studios, you know. Very similar to, very similar to Marvel Studios. But uh, <clears throat> here's the caption for it. Uh, Constantine Producers are scouting filming locations to prepare for shooting to begin in 2023. While the show is purportedly safe from cancellation, the fate of certain S- exhibition uh, HBO Max superhero shows like Doom Patrol and Titans remain ambiguous. So, Doom Patrol... Uh, Teen Titans or Titans could possibly be canceled, but uh, Constantine. All right, all right. It, it sounds like it's gonna be a TV show, not a movie. But that's still interesting. Now, like, this like this also went on to say something about like the Zatanna film that's supposed to come out. Uh, that may still happen. The Just Leave Dark film that may still happen. We don't know. I do think like the best option for Snyder, like if he like if he wasn't right cognizant of all this. Uh, was to do a second film for a smaller budget, like twenty million, maybe thirty million, and make like a Justice League dark film. Smaller film, not as long, very um Hmm, very S man S. Not not so much not so much Marvel, not so much Spider-Man. And you know, definitely definitely not like some hokey kind of show like small under budget poor lighting, stuff like that, but definitely something that that stays with you, but safe. And I feel like Jesse Lee Dark could have been that film. But you know what? We got Constantine. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Coming out twenty twenty three, the same year as Blue Beetle, the same year as The Flash. And like, here's here's some here's some more interesting news. Also, going to talk about some blurred news. Black Canary standalone movie is still happening at HBO, despite Batgirl cancellation. The upcoming movie will will see. Smollett teaming up yet again with Misha Green, Lovecraft Country, who will be pinning the script for a movie. Smollett and Green first worked together in Underground, which was historical drama, like which was like which was interesting. It was very Xenopop. And if you guys don't know what Xenopop is, Xenopop is uh, something that takes place in a different time but um, has like a very modern feel to it, like with the music, like with current music, current themes, current like globalisms. That's Xenopop. We don't talk about it, Xenopop very often, but, like, I, I call stuff that has, like, a, a period theme attached to it, but, like, you know, it has, like, the, like, the mannerisms of now Xenopop because Xena was the first, the first place I saw that stuff happen was so, it's Xenopop. And uh, <laughs> Black Canary standalone is still happening. Don't have a date. That's the weird part. We don't have a date. I, God, if I'm being a betting man, I'm going to say 2023. Like, seriously. They got to do stuff that's relatable, stuff that people want to see. I want to see Constantine. Period. I want to see Constantine as a black man. I don't give a damn who don't want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see Superman as a black man too. Again, don't care who don't want to see that. But like this, this also makes me think to myself: like, is David Zaslav trying to like, prove that he's not racist by doing this? Like, we know he's a Trumper, so like, it's like is like he doing it like so, like we don't 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 get mad at him because the Batgirl was Batgirl related to a bad movie. That's why these movies still coming out, or is he just teasing us for these coming out, but they're not really going to come out? It's not to think about when it comes to this. A lot, a lot of different avenues and like ventures that come like how how Zaslav is thinking about this. And, like, the fact that I'm saying his name, like, he's already winning. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's already won because I'm saying his name constantly. He's just the CEO. He's not even, like, like the, like the, the quote-unquote, the Kevin Feige of this whole thing. Like he's just, like, the CEO of Warner Bros. Discovery. But I'm still talking about him, you know? So he's already won. He's already got me talking about DC, even though I'm mad at that fucking dude. That's, that's your swear to the show right there. <laughs> even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. DW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's because
0: like, first off, if you're new to the show, welcome and make sure you subscribe and leave, like leave a review like four, four or higher. Don't leave. Don't leave in that three stuff. You don't know, like if you won't leave a three, maybe, maybe, maybe we should have a talk in a DM. You know what I mean? But, uh, the, the swear today the day is like, so I don't have to make this explicit? Because I'm not doing that. That, that. that crushes me. That crushes my heart. So, <laughs> TV news. Uh, this is sad news, too. Uh, this is also, hey, the other news article that's going to be a part of Blurred News. Huh? Look at that. There you go. The, the, the quota is filled. Kevin Smith, new DC series, canceled by HBO Max. Uh, Stranger Ventures was an anthology project Kevin Smith signed on to work for a few years ago he recalled believing it would be a $4 million project. To his surprise, he was floored when he discovered he was involved in a $20 million million project. But it's canceled. Like, I'm pretty sure it was canceled because he uh, talked some heavy crap about Warner Bros. Discovery. I mean, he seemed surprised by this. But, like, you just just literally cursed out Warner Bros. Discovery. Like, dude... Are you serious? Like, come on. And I want to see this. Because, like, Strange Adventures are supposed to have, like, just random assortment of characters. Like, a lot of unknown characters. Kind of like how what uh, James Gunn was doing with Peacemaker. That's what Strange Adventures was supposed to be. So, imagine, like, what Kevin Smith is doing with the He-Man property right now. But put that into, like, a, a TV show for Adam Strange. And, you know, Adam Strange is more like a, he's more like a Flash Gordon kind of character who zips... In a zeta beam from like one planet back to Earth, but he hangs out with other characters in the DC universe, like especially like the cosmic characters. Sometimes like with the Thanagarians. sometimes with the Temeranians. sometimes with the Green Lanterns. Like he, he like just hops around, even the New Gods, and like you know, I feel like the Strange Adventures could have been like a very good uh, leeway to us possibly talking about the New Gods with Avery Renee and bringing that back possibly, but like, but now it's gone because Kevin Smith lost his temper (laughs) so rightfully so lost his temper rightfully so but you know that's what happened so uh love death and robots renewed for season four at netflix tv news this is awesome season one and two is already out uh season three came out may 20th of this year so there you go I'm not caught up yet. I gotta watch a new season of Love, Death, and Robots. Like I got, I got kids, and like this is not a kid appropriate show. And like it, it's Love, Death, Robots. Love, uh, Love, Death, and Robots is a show that's mostly you know for adults. It has like a good vibe to it. Like because like the, all the stories are different. Like and sometimes, sometimes being baked while you're watching it, it's not. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. Just let's be honest. It is so. I don't want to watch that while I'm like a one for one sober. I got at least like some alcohol inside of me. Not that I need it to watch it, but like it's it's sometimes better to watch stuff like that that you're not gonna take that serious, but has like a good vibe to it while you're like you know a bit inebriated. So yeah, <clears throat> Viola Davis who star in Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes as the head game master. This is like the new movie to come out. So movie news. Uh, Lion Gate is, Lion Gate movie is based on a 2020 book of the same name, which takes place decades before the adventure of Katniss Everdeen and the Hunger Games. The prequel prequel is focused on the 18-year-old Snow, who eventually becomes the tyrannical leader of the dystopia known as Panem. Wow. And Viola Davis is the head game master. So, here's the thing. This is, like, the really interesting part, in, in my perspective. This is the really interesting part. Uh, Katniss, what Katniss did uh, had never been seen before. Now, I haven't read the book, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, but I feel like all those kids are going to die. I mean, like it's Hunger Games. So, I mean, some for the ones who win, you know what I mean? So, that's going to be interesting. Huh? So Viola Davis got a steady, steady job for a good while, killing kids. There you go. Hope I'm going to get flagged for saying this. <laughs> uh, next up, Blackish creator Kenya Barris to direct Wizard of Oz remake at Warner Brothers. New Line previous announced retelling The Wizard of Oz. New Line version will be directed by Nicole Cassie a Watchmen and is described as fresh take on Dorothy and Land of Oz. This fresh take had better follow Frank Bomb story because those stories are dark as hell. This is a movie, so I really want to see like how dark it can get with the Wizard of Oz franchise because it is dark. There have been like a few tellings, like uh, Tin Man on South by channel, I think with the uh, Chanel. But I want to see how dark it can get and how like like having someone part of blackish a part of this. It's gonna have like some tones to it, like some layers. So I really want to see how, how this goes. Uh, this is cool. This is a really cool news. Game news. Uh, Multiverses reveals new fighters: Black Adam and Stripe. If you're not familiar with Stripe, Stripe is one of the characters from the the movie Gremlins. So, that's interesting, right? Like playing as a Gremlin in like in a in a, a Smash Brother melee fighter game. Like, how cool is that? I mean, Black Adam alone is pretty boss. But they gotta, yeah, they got saw that movie, you know? They gotta, they gotta saw that movie. I'm pretty sure, like, when the Black Blue Beetle comes out, hey, you guys wanna buy a Blue Beetle? I don't know what that voice was. It felt weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have no excuse for that voice. So, so I apologize. <laughs> uh, Greg Berlanti, reportedly a possible candidate to helm the DCU. From Variety, they say it seems that the company is on the hunt for a for their very own version of Kevin Feige to oversee operations at DC Films. I'm not angry at this. I posted this on Twitter. Uh, there was like some yeses, there was some noes. And like, my my thinking is, uh, the, the, the Arrowverse came out four years after The Dark Knight. And that's, that's like, that's like the same year that Iron Man came out. The Dark Knight. It came out the same year. They did. Not, not many people know that, but like The Dark Knight and Iron Man Came out the same year. Smart move from Marvel. Just throwing it out there. Smart move on those guys. It was really smart like to pick it back off of The Dark Knight and like make that movie come out then. But uh, four years after that, the Arrow show came out. And it was a hit. Sensational. Like You got to see like some crazy stuff happening inside that universe. And it was strong for a good three, four years like by most fans' standard. You know? And like it lasted and, like up until now. Like the flash is canceling. Like you can say Superman and Lois is a part of that universe since like it's like a it's like a branching off since like Supergirl and like the omniverse of that universe was like was like confined to one universe, you know? And like Stargirl kinda is attached to that. Is it though? I don't know. Probably, I, they talk about like those characters, but I'm not sure they actually connected to it. But the Superman and Lois like is technically connected to universe, and that show is still going. Recast to Jonathan Kent, I believe. Also, still not watching that show for you know why. You guys know why. But yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. Having like a Berlanti a part of this like could be like a a plus. Could be a plus because like he introduced the Crisis the Multi, multi the Christ of the Infinite Universe. He introduced that, and like I came back to like the Arrowverse just to watch that. And if like you know he puts more of a adult theme, which I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, they want to put bus in seat, and the best way to do that is with kids or you know teenagers. And like you guys can say, hey, the MCU isn't for kids. Like us as adults, we can appreciate them. Like you can appreciate them, and you can love them. But you know they market those for kids, like just like they market most cartoon shows that you guys like. They're marketed for kids. You just happen to like them. Not a bad thing, but like that's that's their target audience. You just happen to, to jump in in that pool with them. No hate. It's superheroes who doesn't like? like, like, comic books are made for teenagers. I still fucking read them. <laughs> I'm not putting explicit on this episode. It's not happening. But Blanty, that's cool. Like, I want, I want to see what happens. I really do. So, with all that being said, we're going to take a little bit of a break. And we're going to come right back. Which promo is going to i, I got to find a promo. Which promo am going to use? Did I use? We'll see.
1: Surprise! What's going on guys? My name is Nemo and you probably know me as Nemo on TikTok. And I just want to take some time out today to talk about a very special podcast. Now, that podcast is FTO Nerd Talks. Now, FTO is a podcast that gives you daily updates on all things pop culture. So, if you're into anime, manga, comic books, TV shows, movies, and all that good stuff, FTO is the podcast for you. Now, I know what you're all thinking. There are so many podcasts out there that already do the same thing. And I'm about to tell you why FTO is so special. Now, FTO is so special because they emphasize on black nerd culture. Not only that... If you like to be interactive with your favorite content creators, FTO is the special podcast for you. Now, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to state your opinion about a certain project, they will engage with you. So if you haven't already, please go follow FTO Nerd Talks on all social media platforms. And if you haven't already, please do me a favor. Follow them on Apple Music and Spotify so you don't miss out on their weekly podcast. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day.
0: And we're back. I know you guys heard him say F2O Nerd Talks in that primo promo. But it's fine. That's what it says on my Instagram. everyone it's better than F Toner. That's what most people say. Oh hey, F Toner. Huh, huh, that's uh, that's not my name, but I guess I'll go with it. I guess I'll I guess I'll go with it. It's so so embarrassing to hear that him not be my name on these platforms. But you know what? You take what you can get, so uh, things to watch. It's that time. Things to watch. Things to watch. Let's go and do some things to watch. Some, I should get some primo music. Definitely. Uh, Inuo, it's uh, ancient Curse have been put on the margin of society when you meet the blind musician. It's a, it's a musical, it's an anime musical. It just, I don't know. If I, <laughs> I I cut myself off from reading because it it's an anime musical. It really is. That's, that's all it is. It seems interesting. It's, like, the, the same style as Samurai Champloo. I think it's the same, like, thing creator, also. You may be into it. So, there you go. Emily the Criminal with uh, Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Emily is saddened with the student debt and locked out of a job market due to minor crime record. Despite desperate for income, she takes a shady gig as a dummy shopper. Buying goods with stolen credit cards supplied by a handsome, charismatic middleman named Yusef, played by Theo Rossi. Faced with a series of dead-end job interviews, Emily soon finds herself seduced by the quick cash and illicit thrills of black market capitalism. Yeah. There you go. Pazza looks hot in this, though. She looks gorgeous. Like, absolutely stunning in this. Like, she looks, like, mature. And like she doesn't look as wacky as she usually does. Like she still looks like you know, uh, I think sultry—probably be the best word to describe like how how most people would like perceive Audrey Plaza. But she has like more of like a mature look in this. Like her hair is blonde. She looks like a little bit older. It's really it's a little, it seems like an interesting film. The Legend of Molly Johnson takes place in 1989 uh, on an isolated property. A heavily pregnant woman named Molly Johnson, played by Leah Purselli. And her children struggle to survive the harsh Australian landscape. Her husband is gone, droving sheep in the high country. Molly then finds herself confronted by a Shago aboriginal, fugitive man named Yakata, played by Robin Collins. As an unlikely bond begins to form between them, secret unravel about her true identity. Meanwhile, Molly's husband is missing. Sounds like interesting. It's so, like an interesting story. She's supposed to be uh it, it goes on to say in the synopsis that Molly becoming a symbol of feminism and anti racism anti is uh the real like, like real takeaway of all this. Um I don't know. It just seems interesting. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll try to find it. It's an Australian flick. Australian theme story, I should say. So. Uh Roller Dome for the PS5 the game in the year twenty thirty. The year is twenty 20- This is a synopsis for it. I'm going to do it in the most interesting voice I can possibly can. I've been trying to work on my my public reading. I'm very weak at that. So here we go. The year is 2030. And you are a competitor in a brutal new blood sport, Roller Dome. Combine stylish skate tricks with devilish slow-mo skills. Picking your weapon would care to land a killing blow. And make it to the end of the round. And maybe with enough skill and hard work to end of the championship. Roller Dome. Sound like uh, Steve McNiven, Wolverine. I felt that. It seems like an interesting game. That's why I picked it. Cult of the Lamb for the PC. Uh... I'll I'll read the first couple of sentences. Uh, Start start your own cult in a land of false prophets venturing out into diverse and mysterious regions to build a loyal community of woodland worshipers and spread your word to become the true cult. Build your flock! Collect and use resources to build new structures, perform dark rituals, and appease the gods and give sermons to reinforce the faith of your flock. What the fuck is this game? Are you serious? This is like a Sims in Civilization. But like for dark rituals. What? Why am I talking about this? This game seems like ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the same man. Morpheus. Or Dream. Played by Tom Strug- uh, Surgeon Surgeant? Escapes from a 100 year sleep to seek, and seeks to revive his kingdom. <clears throat> Been working on a public reading. Not not as strong as it could be. Uh, escapes, escape, escape. <clears throat> Morpheus escapes from a hundred years sleep and seeks to revive his kingdom. In this series adaptation of Neil Gaiman's comic book series of the same name. Wow, I feel like I did that a lot stronger than I actually did. But hey, you know what? One take. Got it the third time. Hat trick. <laughs> I watched this. And I got to talk about it in the beginning of the show. I love it. Like, I really do. Like, I, I don't want to talk about too much for you get way too many spoilers, but there's, there's two big episodes inside of this that really, like, like still your heart. It's, it will make you see things, like, in like, a whole different perspective, especially when it comes to humanity and emotions. It, it's phenomenal. It really is. Uh, a League of Their Own, the new version. Uh, the comedy series by Abby Johnson and Will Graham about the 1940s All-American Girls Professional Basketball League, Baseball League is a reimagining of Penny Marshall 1992 film with the same name. It's a comedy. It's a, it's a comedy. Like, come on. A comedy? With, like, with black baseball players that are women in the ni- 1940s? What? Yes. That sounds yes. Uh, check a box. That is a yes. Uh, comics. Ooh, the best part is Shawnee music for this. I need, I need some music for like comic. Like, comic of the day Comic to read, (laughs) the Batman Superman World Finest, issue number six. Hulk, issue number eight. Time for victory has come in the final installment of the epic crossover battle between the Hulk and Thor series. Marvel, two heaviest hitters, expand their rage in one final brutal brawl that will answer once and for all, which of these heroes is the strongest? It sounds interesting. It just like and the cover is awesome. So there you go. I mean I don't really care who wins this battle. Probably no one's gonna win. Probably gonna, like intervene like always. If you to read like a book battle series, there's always someone who like chimes in. The only time you see a character really win in a battle is like if it's like the either a character's different name is on a title. Like I said like I said this for in a previous episode. Or or the character is so OP at the point that the character beats everybody. So there you go. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe I'll check this out just to see who wins. Um Avengers and X-Men Eternals. Death to the mutants. It's number one. just came out. The mutants are deviants. Eternals are coded to correct excessive deviants. Deviations. The mutants are eternal. Mars, colonizers, ever spreading. Eternals know what they should do. Our heroes don't want to. But can they resist the murderous design coded in their body? As surely, any sentient, and if they can't, can anyone survive the coming judgment? This sounds boring. Like it's not just how I read it; it just sounds boring. Like I just don't care about the Eternals or the or the X Men in this capacity. And like the cover is not selling it to me. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. It just this does not seem interesting to me. Uh, Savage X Men, Savage Avengers, number four. Task for pursuing Conan the the Barbarian, the cybernetic human known as Deadlock, must now come to terms with this pass. Conan the Barbarian? What the hell? I've been out of the game for a while, huh? Uh, Miss Marvel, a Moon Knight. It's number one. Mark Spector, aka Moon Knight, protects the travelers at night. But what about the travelers to bring him death? A mechanical, maniacal, (laughs) maniacal threat brings. Miss Marvel into Moon Knight's orbit. And the gravity of what they uncover will require them to plummet to death depths of their life and death. It seems interesting. Wolverine said in it. Seems it just it seems it does seem interesting. Yusagi Yujumbo It's number thirty. Ordinary gods, It's number eight. Once long ago, she was a polymath of the high resistance. A painter, engineer, an architect. Today she is an Australian Shepherd australian shepherd yeah that's right as a very good girl but the awakened are in trouble trapped and betrayed by one of their own can grace get them out of it or will this be their last supper that that synopsis was a bit condescending but whatever that's it though that is the news this lasted almost an hour my goodness! I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I, th- I think I got a fun name for the title. <laughs> you know, it's been forty minutes. If like you've you've already seen the title, you've already listened to the episode, so I'll just say what the title is, is going to be. The title is going to be DC. It's also sneaky shit. That's three swears in one show. I'm still not putting this explicit on there. I'm not. Like, like technically. Shit isn't a swear on cable t v so if you use the logic of this being cable podcast, it's the same thing, huh, right? whatever I want to get flagged. I could just feel it so I say, like, you know what that f t o keeps on cursing in this podcast. I'm gonna know review on my and I'm telling this breaker <laughs> I'm not high or drunk, I'm just in a good mood. I always have fun doing these podcasts sitting outside of a uh, Cato fashions in a top nail salon spa sitting in a parking lot waiting for Starbucks to open to buy my wife a Frappuccino. Like what, what is better than that? Cause I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. Probably. There's probably a long list. Sleeping is probably one of them, but who knows? Who knows? Do you know? Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> it is, it is Friday. Uh, I hope like the week for all of you goes well. I am Exhausted. I just want to hang out and party all the time. I want to uh, go traveling. That would be nice. Having a nice little vacay by myself, that is, that's the bee's knees right there. That is definitely something I want to do. So, you know what? Like, a lot of things have been going pretty decent. Uh, in politics, the in- Inflation Reduction Act was passed. Like, that's the. Like, I know, like, we talk crap about Democrats and Biden, but, like, you know, they actually like they got a lot of wins on their belt, like, in the past few months. And, like, the gas prices are going down. Like, I'm not sure if you guys noticed that or not, but, like, it is. Uh, inflation is still the same. Hopefully, this Inflation Reduction Act takes care of that. It's, like, it's in a name. So, you would think it would. <laughs> Cinema Mansion. Senator Manchin is a jerk face. And, Manchin is no different. Yeah, Mansion and Cinema. Both jerk faces. That, that Build Back Better uh, plan was much better than this inflation reduction at. And uh, they're both jerks, period. Bernie Sanders said it right. I'm with him. Like, he says, like, this doesn't go far enough. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, we get to get, like, you know, hearing aids over the counter. But you know what? We could have had free dental. We could have got, like, a child tax credit. Like, some would say that would, that would make, make the inflation worse. But who knows? You little do you try. And like the whole thing, the whole reason why deflation happened in the first place—it was a price gouging. Like, stop, stop it. We're with you. We got a lot more podcasts coming up this week. Uh, I gotta hit up Yo and Nerd. We gotta finish our talk on Dark Crisis because who doesn't want to talk about comic books? Probably people who don't read comic books. They don't want to talk about comic books. So MCU fans, <laughs> God. <laughs> Who's listening to this? I don't know what's listening to me. Like, make, make a mockery of myself. But they don't read comics. Let's be serious. I mean, Chris, Christopher Priest, and I'm going to keep on talking about it. said it best. Stop catering to people who don't read the comics. Because, why? Why? But, yeah. Uh, DC Comics books do a lot of cool stuff still. will find finest, looks really interesting. Um, I know that Catwoman is really, like, taking off, too. Like, it's, that's gaining some steam, which is surprising. Batman is taking over everything in DC Comics right now. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, but it seems to be like, like Batman is like the, the top seller. It happens though; it goes in flux. Like you know, like sometimes it's Batman, sometimes it's Spider Man, sometimes it's Wolverine, sometimes it's Wonder Woman, or the Green Lanterns. It's like it's a whole flow, like how some people switch from, like from the Marvel DC realm. Like sometimes the characters like kind of shine too. The Hulk was like pretty popular about four years ago, so it happens. It's like a rotation of characters. It's nice. It's a it's a cool vibe being a part of the comic world. Like just like having random things happen. It's always a fun thing. It really is. Uh there's a lot of games coming out this week. Or like in this year. I know God of War comes out in like two months. The new one, the Ragnarok. Um I can't think of anything else. Like no, no surprise TV shows. Nothing I've been watching. I know I kind of finished P Valley, so I'm going to be talking about P Valley pretty soon. Ha <laughs> ha! I missed that show. That show is so fucking good. Uh, Paper Girls, I hear good things about that. I was waiting for the reviews before I decided to check out Paper Girls, but I really want to check out Paper Girls. It looks awesome, so I'm going to watch that. we we'll get our own. Maybe I'll watch the new season of Atlanta. Uh, there you go. So, this has been fun. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. Uh, happy Friday. Hope your weekend goes well. Uh, tell your friends about F2 Talk. Subscribe, review, uh, follow me on all different platforms. Because, hey, your love keeps me going. That is hokey and cheesy as hell. Can't believe I just said it out loud. But <laughs> I hope you guys are having a good one. God. Someone stop me. Seriously. Good God. That was like a Jim Carrey bit. Like, I'm just going, doing too much. My, my wife told me at the PTA meeting, hey, I was clapping when like when the principal said something. And she's like, hey, tell it back. tell it back. Like, hey, stop selling my bits. I'll tell people that all the time, but whatever. <laughs> I hope you guys are having a good one. I'm going to stop, I swear. Have a good one. Hey, guys. D here of FTL Nerd Talk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, tell your friends about FTL Nerd Talk. Got a lot of different shows for all of you. Make sure you tune in every week for a brand new episode. Take it easy.